A clean heart create for me, O God. Renew within me a steadfast spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend from St. Agnes and Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing terrific, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is great. And as you know, last year, you know, we did a podcast on Lent, and we discussed the fundamentals, you know, of Lenten practice, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And this time around, you suggested that we take a slightly different angle, and I like it. We're talking this time about growing during Lent, the process of growing spiritually during the 40 days and deepening our faith. So start us off, right? How do we grow during Lent? Well, during the season of Lent, I think it's imperative that we recognize that reaching the potential that God has placed in us involves work. It involves training, discipline, and self-sacrifice. You know, this takes time. We don't get, we don't get rid of our, of our faults in a flash. Okay, we start Lent enthusiastically, but inevitably our hour of trial starts, right? We ha- how we respond to that is our make or break time. How we respond to God's love. Christ takes away nothing that is real in us. What he wants to do is take away the obstacles like our pride and our selfishness and all the superficial desires, all the things that keep us from responding to his grace. And this pruning is necessary if we to grow in, in love of God and neighbor. Well, I like that angle, how we, resp- how we respond to God's love. I like that. Maybe it's just me, but to me, Lent is a matter of the heart. You know, imagine what would God say to us on Ash Wednesday or at the beginning of Lent during this time? He would say, return to me with your whole heart. <clears throat> I know you've been distracted, turned away. You've been de- maybe you've been depressed or angry. Maybe you've been frustrated or disappointed. But return to me now in prayer, in fasting, in almsgiving. Remember, I love you, and I want you to love me above all things. And he also might say, this is my beloved son. Listen to him and receive him in Eucharist every day if you, if you can. He might say, I want to abide in you. And now it's a question of how do we respond to that? Yeah, we get comfortable with our habits, you know, the way we say things, the way we do things. And, you know, although all habits aren't harmful, too much of a good thing can, can also place an obstacle to our growth. You know, out of fear, we want to hang on to some of these. The challenge is really to trust whatever we give to Jesus, he will make it even better. That's the whole purpose of pruning, that we bear uh, more abundant fruit in our lives. And that pruning is, that's sort of correction from within, right? I mean, even the subtle stuff, like watching out for a random thought that comes in, happens to me a lot, that might instigate a feeling of envy or resentment towards somebody else. So it's almost like an unforced error. The ego is always at work, though, defending and judging have to watch out for that. And then there's the bigger stuff, like confronting an inability or a reluctance to forgive somebody. Why? Now's the time to let go of that. Maybe that person hurt us once a couple of years ago is still hanging on. So Lent's a good time to tackle or confront some of those things. Yeah. All, we, all God asks is, is, you know, that we're sorry for our mistakes and have the humility to keep trying to do better. And that's yes. enough. God knows there's always a gap between our intentions and our abilities. And that is the gap that he fills with his grace. You know, if we, you know, if we, you're temporarily blinded, it's not the world that has gone black. You know, that is why many people don't get better because it's everyone but, but them. 
And the correction must start from within. And I think during this lens, it's important that we look within ourselves and, and say, okay, what is it? Like you say, you know, giving up chocolate might not be good enough. You know, if you really want to stretch and grow, like you said, you know, forgiveness in these, these are tough, tough things that we don't, we don't often look at. I like chocolate. So it's not, that's not an easy one for me. I'll just tell you that <laughs> one, but, but you're right. Let go and let God, but remember this, the more we approach true holiness in this process, in our in our lives, the greater the presence of evil. I mean, the devil himself took Jesus to a high place and offered him power. The devil tempted Jesus in the Bible. And another time, the devil got into Peter, you know, inhabited him. Remember when Peter wanted to prevent Jesus from going to Calvary? The Lord looked right at Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. So I think particularly during Lent, we got to be alert to that. Yeah, during Lent, as in life, we experience like many trials. And it's interesting, you know, no matter what it is, I find myself saying, okay, Lord, anything but this. But isn't this exactly what holds us back? Cardinal John Henry Newman says, we don't like to let go of our old selves. This Lent, let's make an effort to let go. Yeah. And look what happens when we begin to attain our goal, right? The Lord says, whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. He not only bears fruit in our lives, but he uses us as instruments to help him bear fruit in the lives of others. To do yeah. that, we have to have patience and a tender love for those who do not see things the way we do. Here's, an, here's another one. Brother Maceo was a friend of St. Francis, and he was very charitable towards everyone. After he passed away, he appeared to another brother who was weak in his area. What the brother saw when he appeared to him and is that he noticed something about Brother Maceo's eyes. They appeared brighter and larger than normal. Then Jesus explained to the, to the uh, other brother, Brother Maceo always looked for the good in everyone. He never judged by what other people said about, about a person. He never was distrustful or suspicious about anyone, no matter what their reputation was. As we prepare for the great you know, spiritual battle of Lent, let's try to follow Brother Maceo in avoiding you know, judgment, distrust, unfounded suspicion of our neighbors. You know, let us beware of, you know, trying to find faults with everybody else. You know, we tend to look at ourselves with eyeglasses, but with everyone else with a magnifying glass. Yeah, that's so nice. Let, let, I like reverse that, you know. Brother Maceo, I like that. Now, in fact, when we look at what all the saints did in their lives, right, so many of them left personal projects and ambitions behind to right. trust in and follow Christ. So we should try to possess something of the saints confidence in God, not to despair of our own weaknesses, but to use our weaknesses as a, maybe a ladder back to God. Yeah. St. Alphonsus was one of them. And he gave like four or five things. He said, we have to have a desire to love God properly. We have to renounce all love that does not lead us to God. Self-denial is key. Refuse, you know, what self loves the man demands. That's why fasting is so important. Meditate on the sufferings of Jesus. And the last is prayer. And never judge your prayer while you're, while you're in it. Pray your own way. Never look at those around you and think, I'm not praying right. Sometimes I would pray in the back of St. Patrick's, and the sisters of life would come in. And it was just me and about 15 sisters. You want to talk about being intimidated and overmatched in devotion. I knew I was no match for them. But I realized Jesus loves me just as much 
and would show me the way if I just let him wash over me as I knelt there. So the next time you before the blessed sacrament, don't think of so much of how you're praying. Just do it. Just sit there and, and let Jesus wash over you. I know you're a competitive person, Frank, but, you know, maybe you were an inspiration to a couple of those sisters as well. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, so don't lose any confidence in your ability to pray. Folks, thanks uh, for listening. And don't forget to like us and follow us. Send us an email. We're getting some nice notes at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? God bless. Thanks, Steve.